Hey everyone, and welcome to Theana Money, where we seek to help the good man leave an inheritance to his children's children. This is Jeremy, the host of Theana Money. Just about everyone seems to be talking about higher gas prices these days. So if a podcast is about economics, I should probably not be the only one not discussing that hot button issue. But I don't want to just do that with this episode of Theana Money. I also want to discuss why paying more for gas is worse than you might think. Why is it worse? Well, you'll have to stick with me and keep listening in this episode to find out. Before we jump into the meat of it, I want to ask you all a few things. I'm on a lot of popular podcast catchers, but if your favorite one is one I'm not on, then let me know. I'll try to get on that one too. Uh, please follow Theana Money on social media and tell your friends about it. If you have a friend who thinks that the higher gas prices right now are all just supply and demand or they're all just rush or things like that and has nothing to do with legislation, then point them to this episode because we will get into that here in a little bit. So back to the topic at hand, higher gas prices. I doubt any of you listening doubt that gas prices are rising. After all, you see the rising prices every time you drive past a gas station and look at the price. But let's discuss that a bit and reasons for it for a little bit. Gas prices are at an all-time high in the United States, even higher than they were a dozen years or so ago when we thought they were so high back then. Gas stations around where I live broke $5 a gallon the week before this podcast drops. And on the day I'm recording this, the average price per gallon of gasoline is 501 according to AAA, 502 according to Gas Buddy, and 510 according to Y Charts. And sure, there is a bit of a range there, probably due to slightly different random samples among gas retailers or some other related point of statistics. And by the way, I plan to do an episode or several of them on statistics in the future to help you all better understand them. But a difference of nine cents among three websites tracking gas data is negligible. There, I can pronounce that word right. The average cost per gallon of diesel is 70 cents or more per gallon more than gasoline, also according to ycharts.com, and that there is a hint as to why high fuel costs is worse than you think, but you have to wait a bit longer before we get there. So let's talk about gas prices right now and over the last several years. In January 2021, the month that President Biden took office, the average gas price was around 225 or 250 per gallon. One year later, in January 2022, the average gas price was about $340 a gallon, $3.40 per gallon. And like we just said, now it is just over $5 a gallon. So what is the cause of these higher gas prices? 
Well, like most things, there are many different causes. If someone tells you that something has only one cause, they are probably wrong because usually things have multiple factors that work together, not just one single cause. Now, sometimes there is something that has only one single cause. There is only one single cause for how humans can have peace with God and righteousness, and that is the gospel of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. That only has one single cause. It's not you and Christ working together. It's not a bunch of your different good works. It is the merit of Christ credited to your account and your sin credited to him on the cross alone. But things like that aside, most things when we're talking about logical cause and effect things on the earth, then we're talking about things that have many different causes. So let's look at several causes of higher gas prices that some people tout as major ones, but actually are probably pretty minuscule when it comes to their influence on our higher gas prices. Some people say that the higher gas prices right now have nothing to do with the current president and majorities in Congress, but that it's all supply and demand, or it all was supply and demand until the whole Russian-Ukraine thing started, but we'll get to that shortly. The argument goes that gas prices were so cheap during Trump's presidency because of the lockdowns during 2020. There was lower demand, so the price dropped, and that prices rose after the lockdowns ended simply, perhaps even entirely, because of the higher demand when people started driving more once again. The argument that it was all supply and demand, it doesn't hold water, though. I remember back in the summer of 2019, I thought gas was so expensive because it was around 250 a gallon where I lived. 250 a gallon. We would dream of paying that much for gas right now. And it actually dropped lower than that before the lockdowns. Lockdowns which were due to the government, not to COVID, by the way and which contradict biblical laws on quarantining, so those lockdowns were contrary to theonomy. Theonomy, not theonomy. Well, also to theonomy, because I pray that theonomy accurately reflects theonomy. All that to say, gasoline prices months prior to the lockdowns were much cheaper than they are right now. Actually, about half of what they are right now. And go back a year before that, so now we're talking about 2017 or 2018, and I filled up in Missouri for under $2 a gallon. I remember when I filled up gas that time, I thought to myself, this is the last time I'll ever fill up gas in my life for under $2 a gallon. But then I got to do that several more times in 2020. Now I will probably never do that again in my lifetime. And now that was in Missouri, and gas is a lot cheaper in Missouri because uh, of uh, state gas taxes and things like that. But still... It was under $2 a gallon I was able to fill up for several years before the lockdowns of 2020, but not too much further, so it was still during Trump's presidency, not during Obama. Not that I voted for Trump, because Trump also does not reflect theonomy. He's just not nearly as bad as other presidents and administrations that are even worse than his lack of theonomic principles. Yes, a higher supply and lower demand during the lockdowns did influence gasoline and diesel prices and lead them to decrease. 
although there is more to that higher supply than just the lower demand. Doing more drilling for oil in the U.S. to try to be independent from other nations for oil has also led to a higher supply, influenced by legislation during Trump's presidency to make it easier for companies to drill for oil and uh, legislation in the last year and a half that has made it more difficult for companies to start new ventures drilling for oil. But that is an inconvenient statement for those who have a political point to make with this to make President Biden's administration not look so bad. Let me ask you a question. Would an increased demand for gasoline as people return to work after the lockdowns answer the question of why gas is now like double what it was before them? I mean, demand right now probably isn't even on the same level it was in January or February of 2020 because so many people are now permanently working from home since they like it more and it's cheaper for their employer because now the employer doesn't have to have so much office space as people are working from home. So it's a win-win for both employer and employee. Although there is a con for the employers about company culture and morale and things like that. But still, in many cases and in, for many reasons, it is a win-win for both employer and employee when people work at home. That has become much more prevalent since the lockdowns and therefore the demand for gas is possibly not even as high as it was before the lockdowns. And so if we have a demand for gas that at most is probably not that much higher than it was before, that wouldn't justify a price of more than double what it was before the lockdowns. So it isn't just supply and demand from coming back from the lockdowns, though that is an aspect of the high gas prices we see today. And now let's come back to Russia. Some people are claiming that the reason gas prices are higher is because of the Russia and Ukraine thing going on right now and how much oil is produced between the two nations. Now, if someone thinks that this is the entire reason why gas prices are so high, I have to wonder how good their memory is and if they think that Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. I'm not denying that this will impact the supply of oil and thus fuel, and that an impacted supply will impact price. I am contending with how much of a factor this is. Now, if you all remember and I think I have a pretty informed audience who does remember things like this, think y'all listening to me are smart, not because you listen to me you're smart, because you're smart on your own and you listen to other people as well that are a lot smarter than I am. But I think y'all probably remember that this current debacle between Russia and Ukraine started since the beginning of this year. To be specific, it started on February 24th, 2022. Remember how I said that gas had already risen over $1 from January of 2021, when President Biden took office, to January of 2022, which is January of this year? According to a website that I cited earlier, YCharts, gas was at an average of $3.62 on February 21st, more than a dollar over what it was 13 months earlier. All of that was before anything happened with Putin and the actor Zelensky, who has some 
questionable skills on a piano if you're not aware. And if you are not aware, do not look it up. There are videos with Zelensky I have heard about and I have never seen and I never intend to see them. And you shouldn't either because of what I've heard. Just letting you know that Zelensky is also a very questionable, corrupt guy. It's two very questionable, corrupt nations, not just one corrupt nation and one angelic nation. So back to the topic. Even if you could blame all of the rises in gas prices from February until now on that situation, which I don't think you can put the rest solely on that, but even if you could, that still only accounts for a little over half of the increases in gas prices we have seen since President Biden took office. What is a larger factor, and once again not the only factor because these things have many different causes, some larger than others, but what is perhaps the largest factor for why fuel is so expensive right now? It's government policies. First, let's talk about President Biden and the Keystone Pipeline. The day that President Biden took office, January 20th, 2021, he put into effect an executive order to stop the Keystone Pipeline. This is from WhiteHouse.gov, published on uh, January 20th, 2021, and titled, Executive Order on Protecting Public Health and the Environment and restoring science to tackle the climate crisis. I want to read part of it to you all so you get the words of the order itself, not my words, it says. Section 6. Revoking the March 2019 permit for the Keystone Pipeline. A. On March 29, 2019, the President granted to TransCanada Keystone Pipeline LP a presidential permit, the permit, to construct, connect, operate, and maintain pipeline facilities at the international border of the United States and Canada, the Keystone Pipeline. Subject to express conditions and potential revocation in the president's sole discretion. The permit is hereby revoked in accordance with Article 1.1 of the permit. If you were paying attention to fuel prices at that time, you may have noticed, as many others did, gas went up about 30 cents per gallon within a week, in some places, literally overnight, of when that executive order was passed. Also, thousands lost their jobs because many people were employed by building and maintaining the Keystone Pipeline. Also, this was done in the name of taking care of the planet but the pipeline was not nearly as bad for the planet as they claim it was. Remember the title of the order from WhiteHouse.gov? Executive Order on Protecting Public Health and the Environment and Restoring Science to Tackle the Climate Crisis. When liquid travels through a pipe, it can create a noticeable amount of heat because of friction if there is enough of it moving and it's moving fast enough. That heat from the Keystone Pipeline would have helped plants stay greener longer into the fall and winter than they otherwise would have, which is good for wildlife because it provides more food. More and healthier wild plants and healthier wildlife. Apparently so bad for the environment. But there is more than just this about the Keystone Pipeline. 
President Biden has issued executive orders that impacted the rise in fuel prices we have seen, whether directly by new executive orders or indirectly by undoing executive orders President Trump put into place that helped spur on the lower fuel prices we saw during Trump's presidency. I'm going to talk about a few of those now, but you can look more into it at several of the various links I will have in the show notes under Sources, which will be the longest list of sources I have ever put into an episode of Theana Money thus far in the history of the podcast. President Biden has issued moratoriums on leasing for oil and natural gas production in certain parts of the country. He also issued executive orders to undo executive orders from Trump that decreased regulations for oil production on federal property. Trump's deregulation helped to expand our ability to produce oil domestically, and naturally, Biden's undoing of Trump's deregulation hindered that. By the way, both of these things I just mentioned were first done by President Biden on the day he took office the same day he signed the executive order revoking the permit for the Keystone Pipeline. Though other similar executive orders have been passed since, so the ones on that day he took office were not alone. Now some might respond that President Biden did those things and they were bad, but he just ended the moratoriums on leases to drill for oil on federal land. To that I respond that this is good, but that he also had moratoriums for leases on more U.S. land than just the federally owned land. And he also increased the royalties that those companies must pay to drill. It would have been better if he had left the oil industry where it was the day before he took office. Gas would likely be a dollar or more cheaper than it is right now. Maybe even two dollars a gallon cheaper than it is right now. If we were making more oil here at home, even things like what is happening with Russia and Ukraine right now would not be as much of a threat to our fuel prices as they currently are. So all this about gas prices is bad for you when you fill up at the gas station. With my Chevy Impala, I'm used to filling up for around $30, uh, maybe $40 if I let it get pretty low and gas was kind of high at that time. But... Uh, recently, filling up my Impala, you know, a sedan, not a truck or an SUV, has cost in the ballpark of 60 to $75, depending on how low I am. Many of you have felt similar things with your vehicles, and it likely costs you over $100 to fill up if you're at a quarter tank or near empty and you have a larger vehicle. But as expensive as it is to fill up our vehicles with gasoline... Diesel prices are higher than gasoline prices, as I mentioned a bit ago. Diesel right now is coming close to or even breaking the $6 per gallon mark in many parts of the country. This is when we are getting to the moment you've all been waiting for. Why fuel prices are worse than you think. There is a pain here that is worse than the pain you feel at the pump. The pain that trucking companies feel at the pump. Now why should I care about trucking companies and how they feel when they fill up their gas tanks, you ask? Well, if you like to shop at stores or have things delivered to your house, then you should care. How do you think that Aldi gets all the food to their stores, or how Home Depot gets all of their products to their shelves, or how Amazon gets all of the goods 
to their warehouses waiting to go out with two-day delivery. Those items don't teleport to these places from the factory where they were produced. They have to be delivered there, which means trucking companies are involved. Semis, tractor trailers, 18-wheelers, or whatever other term you prefer to use, these vehicles use diesel and a lot of it. My father and older brother are both truck drivers and have been for a long time. Sometimes I think I'm a bit jealous of them because if I spent 11 hours a day driving, I could listen to so many sermons and podcasts and audiobooks. Although I'd have to be careful about listening to Paul Washer sermons because it would be dangerous if I started crying over conviction while driving. But that's besides the point. I say that to say, I know a bit about this industry. Several years ago, my brother was an owner-operator truck driver, so he had to pay for his own fuel because he was not a company driver. When his lease on an older semi ended and he got a new one, his miles per gallon went from 6 to 9, and he was ecstatic about all of the money he would save. I mean, think about it. When you are driving thousands of miles a week, a 50% rise in fuel economy results in a lot of money being saved. So a loaded tractor trailer gets maybe 9 miles a gallon, and the driver's happy he's getting that much. Now think about how far drivers have to go to deliver goods to your local stores and how diesel prices are rising along with gasoline prices. Truckers also have huge expenses to pay at the pump with each stop because their tanks are so massive. You think filling up your 18-gallon tank with $5 a gallon gasoline is rough? Try filling up almost $6 a gallon diesel into a tank that has a capacity of well over 100 gallons. Then if you have an older semi with lower fuel economy, you're paying nearly a dollar per mile you drive, and you have to drive thousands of miles a week. This means that delivery costs are going through the roof right now because of higher fuel costs. Higher fuel costs mean semi-drivers, or the companies that employ them, will have to charge a higher rate to maintain the same level of income, or even to not lose money on their deliveries, to have a lower level of income than they had before they still have to raise their rates. They may do that and raise their price and still be taking a rate to just try to stay competitive, that if they raise their rates enough to maintain the same income level they had before, they wouldn't even be that competitive anymore. And now these different companies are trying to still be competitive at the newer costs for delivery. And we just have the free market at work with the government regulation causing these issues. So now Walmart or Aldi or Home Depot or Lowe's or McDonald's or wherever, wherever else you go to buy stuff, they're going to have higher costs to get goods delivered to them and those costs will get passed on to the consumers. And this isn't just for food, but for anything that needs trucks to deliver it to stores, which really is most things. Most things need to be at a store or a warehouse or some other place before you can buy it. Also, don't just think diesel for semis, but also jet fuel for planes, since sometimes planes are used to deliver things, or fuel for ships, and other things like that. Also, the cost you pay to ship something at FedEx or UPS, those might go up as well, 
since their fuel costs are rising to get your package to its destination. Expect costs to rise because delivery costs will continue to rise due to rising fuel costs. If trunking companies charge stores double what they did two years ago to bring a trailer full of goods to the store, then your prices will go up because the cost of getting that can of whatever it is on the shelf doubled, or at least the shipping cost doubled and the cost to purchase the can even before it was shipped is probably also rising. Expect things to be out of stock because it isn't just economical for trucking companies to deliver them or for the store to pay the higher delivery fee to acquire that item. Stores know they can only sell an item for so much before few will buy it, so they can only raise prices so high to offset the higher shipping rates for so long. And trucking companies can only raise their delivery fees so high before the stores aren't willing to buy the goods anymore, and at a certain point the trucking company may just say, we just can't afford to deliver this good anymore for the price you're willing to pay, and you can't afford to sell it for any price higher than that. And so at that point, there's just one company or both can't make a profit on it anymore, and therefore the product just isn't being stocked anymore. It's not being sold anymore because of increasing fuel costs. And also think about all of the machinery that is used in many different kinds of industries to do all different kinds of things. From the backhoe of an excavation company to the combines of a farmer to the forklifts of warehouses. And these things need gas, diesel, propane, etc. to operate. By the way, can I just say, is it just me or is the propane exhaust from a forklift like the most disgusting exhaust smell ever? Okay, just that on the side there since I mentioned forklifts and propane. If farmers decide that growing certain crops will actually sell at a loss because the fuel to run the machinery and other farming equipment costs too much, then we will see shortages of those items as they focus on produce that has a higher margin of profit. Now the higher supply for those products and the lower supply of others will adjust price levels and things should balance out eventually as long as there are not other things to mess with the market. But that is a big as long as there. And in the meantime, there are still hardships and shortages because of the higher fuel costs as well as the higher costs at the store and more empty shelves. If you want evidence from someone more involved in the industry than I am, then check out the article I linked at the end of the list of sources. It is an article from Business Insider that seems to have more or less gone viral recently about the tragic things Americans and those in other nations as well can expect because of the impact of rising fuel costs on truckers. Honestly, I had already thought about doing this episode of Theana Money before I heard of this article earlier this week on the Cross-Politic Daily News Brief, but when I heard them talk about an article similar to what I was already planning on doing an episode about, I knew that article needed to be referenced in the episode. So if you want to get some more details that I can't cover in this episode without going too long, then check out that article linked in the description. One final note, 
another reason for rising fuel costs. There is an agenda being pushed to get these higher prices. This isn't just people in D.C. who don't know that their legislation will drastically raise fuel costs and harm the economy on massive levels, though sometimes that is likely the case. Much of this is probably intentional to try to disrupt our way of life to work towards the Great Reset. And before you think I'm a conspiracy theorist for saying the Great Reset is a real thing, Justin Trudeau admitted it, it is real when he said several years ago that right now is a good time for a Great Reset. In summary, fuel prices are rising. Supply and demand and Russia and Ukraine are factors, but bad policies put into place via executive orders from President Biden are also very much responsible for the higher costs. Next time someone says that we can't blame President Biden for the high cost of gas because the president doesn't set fuel prices, send this episode to them and maybe they'll realize they are wrong and not double down on their error. And another thing on the government and fuel prices that I kind of mentioned in passing but didn't really dive into, fuel is taxed on multiple levels. It is taxed federally and it's also taxed on the state level. If you've ever traveled and noticed how some states have much cheaper fuel prices than others, that's because some states have a high state level fuel tax and other states have a low or even zero fuel tax. So the government can very quickly lower fuel prices across the country if Congress strikes down federal taxes on fuel and then the state level Congresses strike down theirs as well. And all of these increasing fuel prices, continuing the summary of the episode, all of these increasing fuel prices will increase prices of more or less just about everything because just about everything requires various types of fuel to be produced and or to be delivered so that they can be sold. So when fuel costs rise, the prices of just about everything rises with them. And that was this week's episode of Theana Money. As we go, I want to remind everyone that the law of the Lord is perfect, sure, right, pure, clean, and true. So go apply that law in light of the gospel of Christ's atoning death and resurrection to every area of life. Grace and peace, friends. Satisfies me Your law is sweet Oh, you said